we are back for part two with isaac and uh, so we just talked about uh, what types of content works on linkedin uh, at the last in the part one so and isaac has really interesting ideas about that we know like what kind of content now works on linkedin and there's one section of linkedin which is which was really interesting back then but uh, it's sort of less interesting to me now but i might be wrong so those are linkedin groups so so are they still active and can they be used for lead generation that's a great it's a great question so uh, what i what i probably start with saying is the fact that you're asking is like really says a lot right you know <laughs> so yeah linkedin groups kind of got a big buzz a while back and there were i think more users that were active in groups in the past right. but here's here's the thing i think that that it's not as commonly used anymore and i think that that is you can tell because linkedin does not give it any priority in the user interface right like you go to linkedin and you're like how do i find groups like if they, yeah. if they really wanted people to engage in groups, they'd put it like in the nav menu or something. Right. It's so hard to get to. People get annoyed with the, all the email notifications. So there's, I said that, but I'll kind of back up a little bit and say this as well. The nice thing about groups uh -huh. is it helps you, uh, it reveals someone's interests. Right. right that's really the a big value is it reveals what someone's interested in and that's by the way why mm -hmm. any groups you're in is put on the interest section of your profile mm -hmm. <laughs> also also um if you're both part of the same group it's a great excuse to have common ground to start a conversation I know. so so there there is a place though I think that the sun is setting on groups, it still might be worth your time to find a group, maybe where your potential clients are, mm -hmm. maybe even where your referral partners are, colleagues. And if you have absolutely nothing in common with them, you mm -hmm. can use groups as the starting point. Oh, that's really interesting. And I also see like from your perspective about the user interface, like what LinkedIn has done with the groups option. So it's really not visible uh, in the desktop version of LinkedIn. You're like, you have to uh, like click a button, then uh, something pops out, some tab, and then you have to go to groups. Uh, but the other thing is like when, when you are not connected to someone or when you, even if you are connected to someone, when you visit the profile, uh, when you scroll down a little bit, you'll see some groups in common tab so you, you can see like you have seven or ten or fifteen groups in common with that other person so like you said that's a good conversation starter yeah right yeah so the, the group won't get you anything really unless you're proactive about uh -huh. using the information and usually the way that you're proactive if it's going to be a b2b sale uh -huh. it's the route is almost always going to be conversation take the conversation off LinkedIn as fast as possible. Uh -huh. And then the group was just kind of like a, a place like the coffee shop where you met. Right, right. So, uh, so like LinkedIn also had has ads 
and uh, like how do what do you think about linkedin ads for b2b i mean i know like that's the only place or that's the only great platform for b2b people to hang out and for b2b advertisers to show their ad content too but uh, like what's your what's the overall idea of linkedin ads like as compared to usual facebook and twitter um it's 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 his own thing you know so mm -hmm. i'll i'll say this right off the bat so uh paid LinkedIn ad campaigns, mm -hmm. I value that. It's not what I do as a service provider though. So like at, at Zico.io, just our, my company, uh -huh. we, we don't do paid ads, not because I don't value them. My, my gift mix and the value prop that we have is the relationship part, uh -huh. but it is, you won't find on other platforms the user data work-related that LinkedIn gives you. That's really the nugget that LinkedIn has for B2B is job title, location, interest, mm -hmm. tenure, role in the company. Right. You can do a lot with that. But uh, so there's a guy, his name's AJ Wilcox. Uh -huh. He's really awesome at paid LinkedIn ads. He, um, you might want to check him out. Um, but I was talking to him and he was saying that, and, and I might be getting the dollar amount wrong. But uh -huh. I, I think that like a good rule of thumb, if you're going to pay for ads on LinkedIn and actually see an ROI, it uh -huh. needs to be like starting at six, $8,000. Okay. So don't, don't sell something using a paid LinkedIn campaign campaign. If it's like, you know, 500 bucks because the cost per click is so high uh -huh. that that drives advertisers to sell a certain kind of product that might change. Right. in the future but that's kind of how it's been okay and uh, what do you think a SaaS company should do or any b2b any business that's into b2b like investing in linkedin for the outbound things like for example sales navigator or investing uh, like in linkedin for the outbound things like for example the uh, outbound ads basically well so uh, i'll make an assumption with a silver lining so <laughs> I'll say this, you always kind of want to just be smart and try, try stuff. Yeah. So don't, don't assume that paid LinkedIn ads won't work, okay. right? Because you just be smart marketer and try all your channels. Right. But I would lean towards assuming uh -huh. that being proactive will be way more worth your time. Here's, here's one reason why, okay? Uh -huh. If you... Look at how cost per acquisition scales. Uh -huh. if, you're, if you're doing paid ads, uh -huh. no, matter, no matter what, you always have to pay per click. Right. right? So if you want to get 1,000 leads, you pay for all those clicks. If you want to get one lead, you pay for all those clicks. Right. If you have Sales Navigator mm -hmm. and you're being proactive and investing your time, you're looking at like $80 a month. So if you get one lead that month, that lead costs you $80. Right. If you get two leads, it's $40. Right. right. And it just goes down and down and down. So the cost as you scale goes down on a subscription model versus right. staying the same and a cost per click model. But also the, the hidden cost there is you have to put the time in. 
Right. Like you require a lot of time when you are on the inbound journey and you require little less time or maybe considerably less time when you're out on the outbound journey. It's like you go to the gas station and you buy a carton of milk and it's five times more expensive than the grocery store. You're paying for convenience. Right. Uh, so, so I think we've covered most of the questions here, but I have like one last question popping in my head. Like, yeah, ask as many as you want. I got all day. I just want to know, like, lastly, uh, like, what's the one thing that you would say to anyone who is listening to start putting money on LinkedIn? Maybe it's for outbound. Maybe you're getting sales navigator. Maybe you're doing ads. Maybe you're getting just the in-mail messages. Maybe you're getting the premium account. Anything. I would say, I'll say, can I give you two instead of one? Yeah, cool. <laughs> so the, and we've we've kind of touched on these throughout this conversation. Right. But you have to get over your identity crisis before doing outreach. Right. <laughs> like, that will kill you. I learned that the hard way as a service provider, taking on clients uh-huh. that didn't know who their best clients were. Okay. And so that, like, that was like, oh my gosh, you have to know that before you pay for Sales Navigator. So you've got to nail that down. That's number one. It's like, it's almost silly to say, but it's not even a LinkedIn thing. But mm-hmm. you'd be shocked at how many people fail on LinkedIn because of that. The right. second thing is you can never, ever, 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 ever assume that someone cares about what you offer. Exactly. If if everybody on LinkedIn didn't assume that someone on the other end of the line was at the end of the sales cycle, if they didn't assume that they cared about what they're offering, LinkedIn would be the most magical place in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because because if you just remember that, a thousand smaller problems, they go away. Right. Totally. So you got to ask, you got to focus on relationships, never assume where someone's at in the sales cycle, ask them. Okay. And right. that, that get it. So getting started, it's so important getting started. Exactly. And that's, that's where most people fall behind, I guess. Yeah. I have a whole folder of screenshots for crappy messages. <laughs> Sometime I'll get to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're not in that folder, so good job. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so uh, that's it. Uh, like we have talked, we have covered a lot of things. Awesome. Thank you for thanks for having me. Thank you, Isaac, for coming and answering those questions. Thanks. My a lot. pleasure, bud. Good seeing you.